0: It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block and across the world with award winning journalist, author, speaker educator and host Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts and just this past year the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four Legged life. Four-legged life. Four-legged
1: life. Four-legged life. Four-legged life. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today are hitting the road. And hiking trails, all to benefit dogs of all ages and sizes. And they're inviting you to participate. Our first guest today could be Route 66 tour guides. Yeah, that historic highway that stretches from LA to Chicago. Every fall, they team up with pet loving celebrities, hardworking animal shelters and they get pets adopted along this Route 66. And come on, you know I'm the queen of puns, but they beat me on this one. They call it, get your licks on Route 66. Here are the founders and publishers of Fido Friendly Magazine. Give it up, pause, and applause to Susan and Greg Sims.
2: So glad to have you both on the show. Hey, Arden, it's a pleasure. Long time no see. Good to be with you. It
1: is, it is. I mean, guys, you got to dial in to FidoFriendly.com after the show and check out these stats. And I'm an ex-sports writer, so this is really good stats. This team at Fido Friendly, with this historic Route 66 tour every fall to to find homes for pets. I think I got the numbers right. They're the experts. They have adopted, found homes for 16,000 pets along Correct. this historic route. Yes. And last year they did 1,500 during COVID. So they're back yes. and they have some stops yes. to make. So Susan, first of all, tell people what the heck phyto Friendly is to the three people that don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> well, I, we uh, We love to travel with our pets. We always have. And uh, 21 years ago, we started Fighter Friendly Magazine, which is a travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. So uh, we were out there anyway, and we thought it would be fun to share our adventures and and let people know that there's some great places that you can visit with your pet and stay And some of these really wonderful hotels you know they roll out the red carpet as you know and they have pet amenities like crazy so we kind of report uh, our findings and we get to have a good time at the same time and of course bring <laughs> our one dog honey right now we only have one dog but that might change because we are doing the adoption tour uh, yeah. but at one point we had three dogs that we would travel with us and and go to these nice hotels and uh you know thank god they were very good canine citizens
1: well, um, let me, let me we have some YouTube we're... viewers. If Honey is able to make um, be a camera hound for a moment, we'd love to have to see Honey. Honey, Where is, come here, yes. Honey. Or, or is she at the help?
2: She's, she's got it. Well, <laughs> there yeah. she is. Oh, she's got, she got something her... in her
1: mouth. She is has, right now? She has
2: her bully stick now. This is this is interesting. She doesn't really chew them. She she hides them around the house, oh. and then when I'll tell her go get your stick, she's like very oh okay. I'm on the job. I will go and do that. And then she will. The first time I said that, it was just on a whim. I never said it to her, in the whole life, and she came, She brought it back to me. She's a very smart dog, but don't try and take it from her. Oh, while no. she no, just, I see just, it. it's in her. It's yeah, in her jaws. Yeah. Now you got
1: her back yeah, in seventeen in Joplin on the Route sixty six event. I believe so. Yeah, she. she, she yeah. We like to
3: say she's the pride of
1: Joplin. Oh, she the, is the pride Greg, of Joplin. Greg, what but they, made they you brought both, her out? <laughs> what, what made you say? Greg, we need to bring her home. We need to adopt her. What made you say that?
3: You really, you really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> I told Susan, no way. We're traveling <laughs> with two dogs. We haven't gotten to Chicago. We can't potty train a dog. And the gal that uh, worked at the shelter said, because of all you do for animal welfare, we're not going to charge you for an adoption. And I said, well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> and then I explained to her why we couldn't do it right. And she says, where's your last stop? And I says, well, we do Kansas City on the way back, heading west after Chicago. And she looked at me and she says, we will deliver her to you in Kansas City. That's a three and a half hour drive, one way, seven hours of driving. So I'm looking at her and I'm looking at Susan and I'm thinking, (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to say now. I said, if you love her, I'm sure I'll love her too. And so we got to Kansas City and there she was waiting for us. (laughs) uh, incredible, but she's the smartest dog we've ever had. And it just goes to show her. And there's some great animals that come out of shelters.
1: Absolutely. And uh,
3: people think there's something wrong with shelter animals. And my gosh, it's like she thanks us every day.
1: I call them shelter alums, not rescues, because I think you need to up the ante because there's some amazing shelters doing crazy good stuff. Kona is my safety dog. She teaches pet first aid with me, along with my cat Casey, and they're both now therapy pets. They are shelter alums, but I didn't get oh, them on Route yeah.
2: 66. <laughs> Dang it!
1: <laughs> That's okay.
2: That's okay. We'll see what what happens on it's this. It's all good. But we were really lucky though, because Honey, uh, she was brought in with a in a hoarding situation, and her her lineage is supposedly Chihuahua Jack Russell. And apparently, all her littermates looked like chihuahuas, and she was the only one that looked like how she looks. And yeah. she was, was left; she no one wanted her. Plus, she had teeth coming out of every place, and she had one that was coming straight out this way. We had to get that taken out. Yeah. So anyway, we were just smitten, and I can't believe that we're still we having. Were. Yeah, we were smitten. <laughs> smitten, not by a kitten, but a pup. Hey, um,
1: so That's right. you guys, let's get the deets. For people, we've got a couple minutes before we take our first break. The Fido-Friendly, get your licks on Route 66. I understand this year, 15th year, is that right? The 14th. 14th? Oh, 14th? 14th. Starts August 27th, correct? Correct. Right. We're okay. going to kick
2: off early. Uh, uh Well, I'll tell you why later, but we're kicking <laughs> off a little earlier this time, and we're going to be in L.A., uh, after we make a brief stop at Super Zoo to visit all sponsors and advertisers and all those good people. Nice. And then uh, we'll get back. Our last event is September 25th in uh, St. Louis. Very
1: nice. Now, yeah, let me 20. see if I get this right. You're going to go to Sedona, a couple places in New Mexico, Rio Rancho, and Santa Fe. I'm saying this all because I want people to pay attention. Uh, probably my <laughs> most favorite town, Moore, as in Arden Moore, Moore, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. In Tulsa, Oklahoma. You got Omaha, Nebraska, Springfield, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri. Good, I got it.
0: Yeah, I okay.
2: think so. that's it. We have nine. We have nine events this year, and the biggest uh, one that came back in after COVID was the Canine Carnival in St. Louis. It's at a park, and three thousand people come with their dogs. Oh, so it's huge. And so, yeah. So we'll tell you more. But the spinning wheel is the big draw there. Okay. Hey.
1: Um, Everybody, we're speaking with Greg and Susan Sims of Fido Friendly. There, Are you in a, what kind of vehicle are you traveling all this on by?
2: Well, we got a personal vehicle this time, which is our, our Nissan Armada. We've had vehicle sponsors in the past. Uh, it, it's still kind of after COVID catching up to speed, yeah. but it's, it's big enough for what we need. And, it, and uh, our big spinning wheel, which is the, besides honey, is the most important thing.
1: Well, we're going to find out, uh, move over, Vanna White, because they've got a wheel you do need to spin, and we're going to find out more after we take this break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back.
0: Here's another helpful pet tip from your four-legged live host, Arden Moore.
1: Pause up, pet pals. You just gave your dog a bath. Then he dashes outside and gleefully rolls in stinky stuff like fresh dog poo or other foul-smelling, decaying feces. Why, you ask? Dogs wiggle and poop to create a cunning, olfactory disguise that bolsters their hunting opportunities. After all, what better way to sneak up on a squirrel or rabbit than to smell like one? And another reason? Some dogs hate flowery, scented pet shampoos. They're doing their best to rid their coat of that scent. So, opt for unscented pet shampoos approved by veterinarians treat your dog to a leashed walk or indoor game after a bat Pause up
0: for even more arden moore we're online at fourleggedlife.com another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
1: Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Live Show. We're having a great talk with Greg and Susan Sims. They're the brains behind Fido Friendly Magazine. Um, You can get that at FidoFriendly.com. They have a, a digital version. Very, very great Facebook page. Lots of things happening. And bless them because this is the 14th time they've hit the road on Route 66 to raise awareness and win homes for pets in shelters from LA all the way uh, to the Chicago area, I know you're stopping. I think the last stop is St. Louis. So, how many miles? Yeah. Come on, I want some. I want some Route sixty six trivia. Come on. Well, it's,
3: it's between six to seven thousand miles. We've got like two less stops this year, and uh, but it's all good. <laughs> so it's a lot of miles.
2: It's a, it's a it's a lot because. Honestly, you think about what we do is when we get to an event, it takes us two hours to set up, four hours to do the event, two hours to tear down, get everything back in in the vehicle, pick up honey from daycare, get something to eat. We're either going on the road again or we're back to our hotel and then we get up in the morning and we do the same thing. So that we have a few days in between that we can rest up. We've been really fortunate to find those little spots and a lot of host hotels that just love what we do. Mm-hmm. And we've been so fortunate uh, to be able to have that opportunity just to rest up when we need it. And, oh, yeah. But we're, we're on an adrenaline run. It's, I bet it's you are. It's pure adrenaline. Now, how long have yeah, you been innocent. married? Now, come on. How many years
3: have you been married? Arden, I just wanted to tell you this first. It's not the six or seven thousand miles that we drive. The hard part is not adopting an animal (laughs) out of one of these events. Oh, I I bet it's just so hard to go look at them. You want to bring them all home. Yeah, but uh,
2: like him, he wanted to get a cat. Susan tries to, but uh, he wanted to get a cat one time, and I just said, "Looked at him like he's crazy." Uh, (laughs) You know how hard that would be to take a cat on the road. In that, well, you would know, Arden. I travel to answer your question. Wow, you're different. (laughs) Thirty-eight. I'll
3: let her answer this. Thirty-eight.
2: Fabulous years August 25th. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I'm so right.
1: two I'm days right. after your 38th wedding anniversary, you are hitting the road. So what is yes. the secret to a good marriage? Because you're stuck in a vehicle for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Who controls the radio? Yeah, what's <laughs> wow. the uh,
2: secret?
3: I think it's just uh, picking the right person to start with, you know.
2: That was then, a good answer. Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, nice job. Just, great. Basically, basically, I just let him have his way. You know that oh, yeah. old adage. You know, it used to be if Mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. It's the uh, it's him.
3: Oh. oh, hey Arden, we have this worked out. She's in charge of food and entertainment. I'm in charge of everything else. That's so. <laughs> great.
1: Yeah, I think it works out <laughs> wonderful. Um, I mean, it works great. <laughs> so we we teased our our. Um, Four-legged life viewers and, and listeners, you have I know the magic wheel. Tell me us all about the magic wheel.
2: Yeah, so what the is whole, The yep. whole thing. Let me start with something because this is
3: how this is why it works. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> the whole thing behind this, when the idea came to us to do this, because we were on the road anyway, and we said, well, what can we do with our time that would be giving back and and doing something great. And so we thought about the shelters, but then we thought, okay, but what do you do? So we came up with the spinning wheel. It's, it's, it's a monster. It's 50 pounds. It's ginormous. And so we have the logos from our sponsors on this wheel. So the attendees will donate money, spin the wheel and whatever they land on they get, and then all proceeds benefit the shelter at the end of the day. So they can donate, you know, it's a minimum $3, but People are very generous and they'll yeah. donate more because they know they're, it's benefiting the shelter. But uh, it's so much fun when our line does get long in, in places like St. Louis at the Canine Carnival. When I tell you it doesn't stop for four hours, I'm serious because we're <laughs> the biggest game in town. It's so much fun. And so we we have so much fun doing it. And what and when we're awarding the prizes. Then yeah. We have to talk about it. We have to say yeah. this is our sponsor, and we tell them what it is. Oh my gosh, people get so annoyed with this because we just like, oh, let tell me about your dog. And it's
3: <laughs> yeah, we promote the products along the
2: way. Then we have to meet all the dogs in line, and it's oh, yeah. just hysterical. And when they adopt, okay, so we take we they get everything when they adopt. We load them up with all the prizes, a
3: goodie bag, a
2: goodie bag full of prizes from all our sponsors. And they they'll get fifteen twenty different product, which is wonderful because it's expensive to adopt. Yeah. Now you've got an animal, and you now you're getting shampoo, you're getting treats, you're getting all these wonderful product, and it they, it just it makes a, a great picture because they love getting stuff.
3: You know, Arden. A lot of yeah. these people have never had an animal before; they haven't had a dog, a cat. So this is like a starter kit for them, and they just they're blown away; they can't believe it, but you know, after you spend that much money to adopt an animal, it's yeah. nice to be getting a kit that has all these things oh, that yeah. Susan just mentioned.
1: Yeah, you mentioned so. uh, the C A T word, so you have adopted out cats. Any, any like rabbits or any other kind of animals at shelters?
3: Actually, about three years ago in L A, we had a goat adopted, and this thing. Yeah! Had Oh, and it, as it was coming through the the room, there it, it kicked up its legs and that. They had it on film, but they didn't put it on the show. But, uh, oh it was my gosh, funny.
1: that is awesome! So we that had, is awesome.
3: Yeah, We've had rabbits and uh, gosh, what turtles and whatever they have to adopt.
2: Guinea pigs, you know? whatever's in the shelter, and yeah. to to a person, it doesn't matter what the animal is. They are just smitten. They are so in love with with this animal. Of course, when they when they're adopting the cats, we never we hardly ever get photos because the cats famously don't want their photo taken for some <laughs> Well, you haven't and met so Casey. A, uh,
1: Hang on, uh, Casey. Should, Casey should come. <laughs> Everybody that's hey. on YouTube, Casey goes. I got some things to say on behalf of all the fine felines. Adopt, adopt, adopt.
0: There they
3: go. <laughs>
2: Yes. Hey,
3: actually, when we got uh, honey, I thought we were getting <clears throat> excuse me. I thought we were getting a guinea pig. What?
2: I thought <laughs> we were getting a
3: guinea pig, We got honey, because she was so small. Oh, that, oh. But, uh, sometimes, sometimes Yeah. Well, I first time I heard that
2: my voice. sometimes <laughs> be. Quiet. Well, you know, you're <laughs> like Stevie Nicks, no, Greg. Like Stevie Greg, oh. you have a beautiful voice, but you're like Stevie
1: Nicks right now. It's OK. Oh. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So all these cats are getting adopted too. And you, what you see is we take a picture and they've got, there's a, they hold up a box. <laughs> there's a cat in there. Trust us, there's a cat. <laughs> it's,
1: it's funny. We just have a few seconds left. Okay. Each one of you quickly, what is the best thing about Get Your Licks on Route 66? Real quick. Take it away.
3: Well, I think it's really getting these animals out of shelters into loving homes. Perfect. And that's that's a good thing. The
2: the best thing for me is I absolutely love seeing the faces of these people who adopt. It touches my heart. It's wonderful.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well said. FidoFriendly.com. If you're anywhere on the route, which starts August 27th, ends September 25th, be there or be square And I hope you check out (laughs) all the wonderful animals
2: in need of great homes.
0: Hey, welcome back. There, there, now settle down. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life.
1: Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. Our next guest has been on a mission to sideline cancer in companion animals and us humans. And he's been doing this for over 14 years. He is raising awareness. He's raising funds by walking. Walking, yeah, like Thousands of miles of walking. Please give pause and applause to the founder of the Puppy Up Foundation, the remarkable Luke Robinson. Hi, hi, hi. I am so jazzed you're on the show, Luke. Hi, Harden. How are you? You got a big date coming up, and I'm not saying a date with the ladies, I'm no. saying a date along the Hudson River, and it starts September 4th. Tell our uh, listeners and our cool people watching on uh, YouTube what's happening September 4th. Yeah,
4: well, last September 4th, I lost Hudson, my third dog, to cancer, my Great Pyrenees. Um, And uh, so this September 4th, one year anniversary, my three legged Great Pyrenees, Grayson and I are going to walk from the beginning of the Hudson River in the Adirondack Mountains all the way down through the Hudson Valley, down to New York City. We're going to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and have a big party down at the base at the beginning or the end of the Hudson River. Um, And we're going to do that to raise money for cancer treatment in dogs. We're calling it the Hudson's Hope Fund. So our goal, Arden, we're really excited about it. We have 10 weeks. My three-legged Pyrenees and I have 10 (laughs) weeks to walk 300 miles and raise $100,000 for Hudson's Hope.
1: I like it. And we're going to say it, too, at the end. But just just now because it's in my brain. Everybody pay attention, puppyup.org. That's the main site, right, Luke? That's right. You're trying to raise $100,000 to help people with some bills that they have for dogs they have that have been diagnosed with cancer. And that one is the Hudson HudsonRiverWalk.org. Did I do it right?
4: That's perfect. Okay. Yeah, you're perfect. Why don't you come? You should come host my show, Fuzzy Bucks and Friends. You'd be great. Give me a vacation.
1: <laughs> and um, everybody, I do want to give a shout out to this gorgeous, big, great Pyrenees. Try spelling Pyrenees. I was putting on too many S's, but I got it now. There's a more E's than S's. And Grayson, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N, a little TikTok in his life, right?
4: That's right. That's right. Grayson now has almost a thousand followers. Um, we haven't even gotten on the road yet, so he's becoming quite the celebrity. Actually, you know that's the aim of this whole thing. It's, it's definitely to raise money for cancer treatment for dogs, but it's so Grayson become can become a TikTok celebrity and Poppy, that is your big dog here, can retire. All
1: right. So is it Grayson <laughs> at Three Legged Pyrenees? Is that know, gonna, it's,
4: it's what, just at it's just at Three Legged Pyrenees. For the Grayson's on Grayson's on TikTok and he's on Insta. Both of those are at three, the number three, legged Pyrenees.
1: And that's P-Y-R-E-N-E-E-S.
4: Um, just like the mountains where they come from. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly right. And 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 I, you can follow me. Um, it's at two dogs, 2,000 miles on Twitter and Insta. And everyone calls me affectionately your big dog. Um, yeah. But I'm telling my, my side of the story, Arden. Not everybody's going to believe it. So some people will want to follow me. Most people will be smart and want to follow Grayson and hear <laughs> his side of the story. But the cool thing is, Arden, we're going to have a GoPro cam. Um, I'll have two iPhones. Grayson has his own iPhone. a course he does. Number. And, well, uh, he's
1: of- a 21st century dog. Come on. I
4: tell you what, man, we are geared out 100%. We want to make this so interactive. And people can actually come and walk with this uh, Arden, on the trail. We'll be walking through upstate New York, the Hudson Valley in the leaf peeper season, fall, autumn Beautiful. in New England. So it's gonna be gorgeous. We, we would love for people to come out and join us on the trail, but we're actually on a trail, not on the road, the road's dangerous. Uh, we have a map on the website, HudsonRiverWalk.org. You can find out where we're at and you can see where the trailheads are and coordinate with us and meet us on there and join us for this really historic walk. I love um, it. Uh, Arden, because uh, like you said, this is the third walk that this will be the third walk that we've done. I have walked 4,000 miles to date. That's one sixth the circumference of earth for the cause because I've lost two other great Pyrenees to cancer as well. Arden, we got to do everything we can to get the word out. Six million new cases of dog cancer every year. God is out of control. Everything that we can do to sound the alarm bells
1: you're parents, in. Hey, this guy, big, like I said, problem. he doesn't just talk the talk. He walks the walk and he walks with a purpose. Yeah. I mean, it is. I am sad that you've had three beautiful dogs die of cancer. And now you have Grayson, who is cancer free, knock on wood, but has a missing leg because of some other incident. Right. His yeah, back Left.
4: The- it's a really unfortunate side of the animal world that I, I don't deal with because it's, it, it hurts me so deeply. But uh, the, fa- the director of the director of the, our foundation, Ginger Morgan, she fosters dogs oh. with a number of organizations. She used to run the Humane Society here at Memphis, um, and she, she comes from the shelter and rescue world. And so she fosters it and so she brought uh, Grayson home, let like a Pyrenees, just after his limb had been amputated, his previous owners, if you can call it that, He had an infection. Um, He was neglected and abused. He left him outside 24-7. And the uh, infection, it festered, became gangrenous, and they had no other choice but to amputate. And so they picked him up. And Arden, I tell you what, as soon as we brought Grayson home from the hospital as he was recovering, he must have been doped up on fentanyl. fentanyl (laughs) But he convinced me. He told me, Arden, I would be the best dad for the the three-legged Pyrenees. I would ever know. so. Because you
1: are the big dog. Come on, you are the big dog.
4: I so, am the big dog.
1: We know that dogs can adapt and can walk on three legs, but you also have something that you can fit uh, Grayson with that might help on the 300 miles. You're taking it slow and steady. You're doing this over 10 weeks.
4: That's right. 10 weeks, five miles a day. We have uh, bought an, a $1,000 Eddie's wheel, like marquee, top of the line. He's got all the bells and whistles. <laughs> Grayson will have wheels um, at the time that the walk requires them. Plus we'll have, um, our van that will be within like a hundred miles. So we'll have all emergency supplies. I've walked three, 4,000 miles thus far <laughs> and knock on wood, we've not had any major incidents so far. This one is only 300 miles over 10 weeks. So five miles a day, six days a week, one day of rest. And we have plenty of wiggle room in there. So we're, it's going to be the most risk averse walk, um, and we have all the precautionary safety measures in place for Grayson, including uh, all the things that you have spent your time uh, prepping us for on the road. And uh, don't you have a, a first aid kit for dogs or something oh, yeah. like that?
1: Yeah. You, don't you have one?
4: Well, I, I can't recall. Ginger's handling the gear at that well, You part tell of the gear Ginger,
1: contact me. And it's a first aid kit for dogs, cats, and people. And it's waterproof. So okay. uh, I will give it to you as a gift.
4: Well, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I took your CPR, your, your first aid CPR class before the first walk. I'm, I'm not sure if you ever knew that story. So I knew of you before you knew of me. So you're, yeah, you're, you're my hero.
1: Well, I I do love it. I'm a master instructor now, pet first aid for you and you come back because we've learned a lot and I have even worse puns to help you learn and really good (laughs) jokes. But um, before we take the break, I, I just want people to know this man is very amazing and this man is doing everything he can because he has told us too many dogs are getting diagnosed with cancer every single year. And he's done a lot to help with the people that are researching it. But we're going to find out after the break why this walk is diverting the money to a new type of benefit for those in that horrible area of cancer and our dogs. So guys, just sit, stay. We'll be right back.
0: This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Have you missed any of today's episode? Well, stop chasing your tail. We post past episodes and full-length video versions of our guest interviews on our website, Four-Legged FourLeggedLife.com. That's Four-Legged FourLeggedLife.com. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Hi! Got dog? Got cat? One of the best ways to show your pet how much you love them is to take a Pet First Aid class. Arden Moore is a Master Certified Pet First Aid CPR instructor and founder of Pet First Aid for You.
3: Very cool!
0: These classes are fun and practical and feature pet safety dog Kona and cat Casey. No way! Yes, a real dog and cat teaching duo. Wait,
2: Wait, what?
0: All classes are veterinarian approved and are available in person or via Zoom. Ready to sign up for a class? (laughs) Sorry it's it's just for people. Our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. Hey, welcome back. Uh, You didn't chew up anyone's shoes while we were gone, did you? There you go. Nice. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life.
1: Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. We are on the right path with Luke Robinson. Uh, before we hit into the purpose of this walk on September 4th, uh, people that are having YouTube can see that behind his hair, his head is something that says fuzzy butts studio. Can you tell people what that's all about?
4: Well, it's uh, it's sort of the, the, the parent, I guess the umbrella for all the documentary that we're doing for my three walks. Um, and also recently we just started a podcast. Um, and we call it we're calling it fuzzy butts and friends and our focus it. really it's not not about companion cancer. it's not docking we want it to be fun and funny but we do talk about cancer and companion animals because that's really kind of my focus and it's been the cause of my past 15 years or so um, but we explore uh, the value of companion in society um we tuff, we tackle the tough issues and the, the tough questions because uh, Arden, I think about two things all the time, Arden. I think about the future and dogs and how those two intersect. And, uh, you know, uh, all of us get old and all of us get to the point where we don't contribute as much to society. But at least we can hope and and, and, and maybe to a certain extent um, work earnestly hard towards making sure that before we retire and and move on to our twilight, which I... <laughs> So I just don't see um,
1: you retiring that, that, ever, Luke. Like no, no, like.
4: I'm going to be doing this. Well, hopefully, I don't keep losing dogs from cancer. Uh, right. That, but and that's the reason why I walk. But, but yes, this is a lifelong mission. Um, I've been doing it for 15 years now, and it's my life's mission. I'll be doing it until the day I die. But one of the things that I uh, I hope to accomplish, Arden, of course, is to make sure that the, that the future for dogs in our society is secure, because there are some people out there that are talking about some very troubling things. There was a Bloomberg article uh, Mm -hmm. about, that was written about in super inflationary times, it's okay for pet parents to deny cancer treatment for their dogs, for their pets that have cancer. And although I have a business background and I understand everything about about allocation of limited resources, I understand the issues that they're discussing. There's an ideology that's hidden in, in all of that, And they're putting it out there and they're trying to convince pet parents to deny medical care. So basically the past 15 years of my work undone just by somebody irresponsibly has an ideology they don't want to spread. And so I, I view my job and this is one of the reasons why I call myself jokingly as everyone's big dog, your big dog, is I sort of feel that I'm sort of the keeper of that, the keeper to prevent that from happening, to do two things, to make sure that that. We're, we're continuing on a path of investing in cancer research that, so that yep. our companion animals have the best, the latest, uh, all the tools for treatment and diagnosis of cancer. That's number one. And the number two is that we have the, the financial resources available to be able to treat those companion animals with cancer.
1: You touched a little bit about it. This walk, the Hudson River Walk, um, you're trying to raise money and this time you want to put a spotlight on maybe some money that can be given to pet parents to not cover their bills obviously but to help augment some of the cost because i have never had a dog that i know of die of cancer i've had other things and to hear somebody like you and puppy ups organization to be able to reach out because i'm telling you we gutted through covid and i'm so glad i have Kona and Emma my dogs they keep me sane, they keep me healthy, and I do anything I can to keep them healthy and happy. So, I mean, tell us about this, because this one, it's named after your dog. Come on, it's on the Hudson River. You can't get any more. I, my heart is a pounding.
4: Thank you for that. It's, it's, it's very special and very important for me. But I tell people that walking for my, my boys that I've lost for cancer is my own personal motivation for walking but there's a much bigger cause and a much bigger purpose. And historically the foundation to date has done a really good job of investing in cancer research. We funded um, some really good clinical trials in bladder cancer, bone cancer. Nice. But the thing is, our, you know, the more uh, tools, the better tools that we bring over from human oncology, right? They're more expensive, right? So if we want all the, the latest tools, well, we got to be able to afford those. So the pillars of the Puppy, uh, Puppy Up Foundation to date have been um, awareness and education, pet parent empowerment through our Puppy Up walks, and investment of research. So we're, we're, we're happy to, to announce our new pillar, which is cancer treatment. So Love it. Research and the cancer treatment. So through the Hudson's Hope Fund, we're going to be issuing out grants up to $7,500 to pay for cancer treatment and diagnostics for dogs. And that's just fund number one. Once we raise that $100,000, we're going to fund number two, raising money for that, treating more dogs. It's all going to be traceable on the blockchain. We're going to have it all transparent where you can see the money go. You can see, follow the money from the donation to the purpose. We love it because we believe transparency the a future of nonprofits. So it's very exciting. It is. And you know done. what?
1: That lucky dozen or so are going to talk it up to others. And that's how we get. We're going to share their stories too. That's yeah. the other
4: side that we're going to share their stories through treatment. We're going to get yeah. them uh, the best way to document it. And so you'll be able to see it all and then see that because, you know, one of the things that the puppy foundation, one of the myths that we've had to fight the hardest is that there are pe- still people believe that 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 chemotherapy or cancer treatment does more harm than good. It's oh. not true. We okay. we dose things, it does happen. I do not want to I do not want to spread this disinformation, but we understand cancer treatment in our companion animals have been going on for a while now. So we understand how to dose therapeutically without without the bad side effects that we see in people. So we hope to track we are going to follow the treatment of good. what we're calling Hudson's Hudson's heroes nice. that are receiving the grants so that everyone can see transparently what it's like. It's really exciting, exciting. And well, I like that you Hudson. Heard.
1: That's right, and that is such a beautiful drawing. Luke, what are like three tips, three bits of advice you could give us that maybe help us take some preventative or be catching things earlier to get a quicker treatment? Are there things, I know you're not a veterinary oncologist, you don't play one on TV, But can you tell people what are a few things that you can share to help maybe uh, keep our eyes and ears and open with that? I
4: talk talk to and I know all the best and brightest veterinary oncologists, so I'm not one of them, but I'm up to date, up to snuff. And I'm in constant contact with them. So my first recommendation are know the early warning signs and symptoms. And we have that on PuppyUp's website, puppyup.org, the 10 early warning signs that get most of them. Look, dogs can't communicate with us. They can't tell right. us, you know, my tummy's upset, it's upset today, tomorrow, and it's going on. So the, the point at which a dog becomes symptomatic so that we see whether they're bleeding or have uh, a bloody stool or start limping, the cancer is already advanced, Arden. It's yeah. typically some, some cases, like in bone cancer, already metastasized to the lungs. So we're already behind in the game. So, so we got about a minute left. So the, what's a couple langu- other tips? Sure, the language of the communicator is number one. Um, and number two is, is with your GP, your general your veterinarian, yep. go ahead and establish a rapport with a veterinary oncologist because the t- statistics tell us Arden that the chances are, if you have a golden retriever or American bulldog, you're going to get cancer in your lifetime. So early warning signs, build uh, a builder, have a relationship with your GP that you know, when you trust and then go ahead and start establishing and learning and re- building a relationship with the oncology community.
1: Very good. So again, let's get some dats out here. PuppyUp.org for the Hudson River Walk that is kicking off September 4th, ending November 12th. How do we find out about that, Luke?
4: Yes, that's HudsonRiverwalk.org. You can also find out about the Hudson Hope Fund. That's HudsonHopeFund.org. But that's a lot of URLs. Just go to HudsonRiverWalk.org. Right. I know we, we make it complicated, but, but if you go to HudsonRiverWalk.org, that, you'll see the walk, where the walk begins. You'll be able to follow us throughout the entire walk, and you'll be able to, and we invite everybody to come join us for the final mile, uh, November 12th. We're going to start at the Manhattan side of the Brooklyn Bridge. As many people with their pets, as many pets and people as we can get are going to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge down to the Pier 3 Park. We're going to have a big party and uh, celebrations. So we invite the public to join us.
1: Hey, everybody. I am so, so honored to have Luke Robinson of Puppy Up on our show. I also want to do a pause and applause to Susan and Greg Simmons of Fido Friendly with their Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour. And, and that's it for our show today. It goes like, boo, really fast. I want to thank our sponsor, Tevra. They make great pet products. And I want to thank all of you, pet pals, for tuning in. And to all the radio stations, coast to coast, airing Four-Legged Life. And until next time, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up!
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.